episode three. Episode three. It's episode three of the Ray Peacock podcast. You wow. are very, very welcome indeed. I'm Ray Peacock. Hello. I'm here with little Roger James. He used to be on EastEnders but ruined it. Hello. And also, as promised last week, a third person who isn't here. Unfortunately, I couldn't get a third person because Raji has very cleverly manipulated the situation. How is it my fault? You've manipulated the situation. Because, tell me the time now. Okay, yeah, it's, it's half past one in the morning. It's half past one in the morning. You've brought me to your house here in London again, against my will. Well, not, no. I would rather be recording this in my conservatory, even though there is a jigsaw in there at the moment. of really? Sergeant Pepper's Lenny Hearts Club Band. I'm really struggling with. Well, you were struggling to say it, so I, I can't d- imagine how you're struggling I'm to really do struggling it. with the jigsaw. I've got all the faces and stuff. Have you got Marilyn Monroe done? I've got all that done, but I can't. It's the plants at the bottom. Drive me fucking mental. The plants at the bottom and the blue sky at the top. But anyway, it's the Ray Peacock podcast and we're here at Raji's house again. A, a bit fuller now. Yes, more furniture. We've got some furniture in here. You've got a nice sofa here, which I'm still spurning. Why? It's a beautiful black leather sofa. I've got a black leather sofa at home too. Yeah, it's not as beautiful as mine. I think mine's nice. Mine's an L shape. Mine's an L-shape, but I've separated it. But they are, they're both leather. We don't care about animals, do we not? <laughs> we don't care. We've got leather sofas, we don't yeah. care. We're not bothered. So, uh, you've been away all week. What were you doing in Portsmouth, please? I was teaching. You're from Portsmouth, aren't you? Originally, yeah. That's what from means. Well, no, because people can be from several places. How? Well, like, I, I can also be from Cardiff, because I lived there for many years. You can't be from Cardiff if you just lived there. Of course you can. No, you can't. So, if you... So, okay, so technically, I'm not from Portsmouth, then. I'm not having this around. I'm cleverer than you. No, technically... Yeah, technically I'm cleverer than you. Um, so, you, you were in Portsmouth teaching? Yes. What were you teaching? Students? Uh, I was teaching some students. We Youngsters, some primary school? No, college. College age. 16 to 18 years. Actually, I rang you yesterday. Yeah. I telephoned you up yesterday on the mobile telephone, um, and you were up a hill with two schoolgirls. You said you weren't going to mention this. Well, I know, I'm, that's all I'm going to mention. Because, you know what? I think that's provocative enough. Well, listen, and I mean this sincerely, I do not want details about that. I'm not being an accessory to the fact. There's no All I know oh. is that you were up a hill with two schoolgirls yesterday. Two college students. Who were in your care? Well, not technically, no. Are you their they, lecturer? I was, but they've oh, now they're, finished. They're well, left? almost finished. Right, this is very important here. They're doing their final exam. Let's just get down to specifics. Have they left yet? No, they're doing their final right, exams. No, no, no. Just, these are going to be yes or no answers, okay? Have they left yet? No. No. Are you their teacher? Uh, yes. Right. You were up a hill with two schoolgirls who you are the teacher of. We were talking Roger, about... Roger, that's the end of that section now. That's finished now. But I will warn you, this podcast is available publicly. It's on iTunes now. Right. Anyone can download it this. It is on iTunes. That's very good though, right? It is, yes, it is very good. But the police could get hold of this. Social services could get hold of this. You're the education department could get hold of this. You're Those girls' parents could get hold of this. You're just, you're just being cruel. How am I being cruel? Was I up here with schoolgirls yesterday? No, no, that's no, that's the end of that section. So coming up on the show today, uh, we have because we've got a plan today. We do. Normally actually. we just blag this yeah. bit by bit. You're being very good. You've got pen and paper. And I've everything. got a plan. Yeah, because we've got things that we mentioned last week that we can actually come back to. You'll notice, by the way, that I'm talking quite hurriedly. The reason for this is is because it is like one forty in the morning. And Roger is drinking. You are drinking. You had a, you had a beer at the pub and you've got one in your hand now. Roger is drinking and he's fucking murder when he drinks. I've just worked since seven o'clock this morning. You're still no, you're still working there. This uh, is work. Yeah, but I've driven up from Portsmouth to do this. Yeah. Because you you said it was pressured in time. Yeah. Right. That's true. Uh, Given that this podcast comes out tomorrow. I'm a tad bit stressed. Yeah. Okay. I had to leave all my students who'd done their brilliant performance. Oh yeah. And and. Uh, well, it was a brilliant performance, was it? Don't. And I'm just having a drink when right. I get home. Okay, well, here's the situation. I've done a gig tonight. I've driven down from Hertfordshire to London. I've come across here. I've made up a show plan and everything. I'm here with you now recording. It's exactly the same situation for me. What time were you up this morning? I'm drinking Pepsi Max. What time did you get up? Do you know what? I've not, again, weirdly enough, 
Don't. I've not really been to bed. Don't. Honest to God, I really haven't. I've had an hour's sleep in, during the day today. We've got to try one of these where both of us have slept. Yeah, we've had some sleep, yeah. Um, but I'm alright, I'm not really feeling very tired, so I'm okay. Um, but this is what's coming up in the show today. We have, as was planned last week, Raji's film review. Oh, yes! Raji, of course, agreed, volunteered last week, very kindly, to uh, do a film review of two films of my choosing. The two films were, you'll recall, Rocco Meets Trinity, M-E-A-T-S, and Pretty Peaches. Um, and Raji's had those films all week on DVD, yeah, I've and you've watched them. Did yeah. you enjoy them? Um, well, we'll find out. We'll find out yeah. a little bit. And we've also got an update on Benders Club Forty Nine. Benders, which you remember is a uh, Raji's gay night thing that he's it's doing. It's not gay, and it's not. Well, it's called don't. it's called Benders. It's not called Benders. You call it Benders. Right. It's called Benders. We're going to have an update on where we're up to with Benders. And um, I've had lots of um, messages, by the way, asking if they could be my date. To come to Benders. A lot of them are from men. Uh, um, but I'm sifting through them at the moment okay. to see if I can sort you out with some hotties. Oh, cool. Can come you, up, yeah, yeah we need up, hotties. Yeah, I'll try and sort you some hotties out. It's going to be at your night. Um, the only thing I want to talk to you about on the podcast today, uh, should we get round to it, is yeah. your broken cock. Really? Yeah, because we've never discussed that. I, I like the story of your broken cock. Okay. So we'll discuss your broken cock at some point, hopefully. Well, it's more of, the, of its fixing. We'll talk about your it's broken cock. Um, so that's what's coming up today. It's going to be a fantastic show. <laughs> is it fuck? <laughs> it's going to be the same as the other two. But if you listen to the other two and enjoy them, you'll be getting more of the same. Are, are you better this week, by the way? I am a bit better, but I've still got this cough left. Did you get some more lemsip? No, I, I've been doing um, linctuses, um, menthol spirit, and crystals, uh, menthol crystals as well. Crystal meth you've been doing? No, no, menthol. No, it's fine. Menthol, I, not you, meth. Do you know what? You're at that stage in your career where you should have a bit of notoriety about you. So I'm quick, not doing any, so I don't do any form of drugs. Little Roger James, who used to be on EastEnders, is now admitted to doing crystal meth and being uphill with two schoolgirls. If this podcast isn't mentioned in the news of the world this Sunday, I'll be most disappointed. <laughs> this doesn't sound good. Where are we up to with Benders? Uh, it's not called Benders. Benders, uh, just to recap. Club 49. For anybody who didn't listen to last week's podcast. Club 49. Raji has started a new night out in London. You'll it, be the host of the night. I'm hosting the night, yeah. Yep. yeah I'm uh, promoting we, the night. Yep. Yeah, quite the thing about town, aren't you? Yep. Chris Quentin, better watch his back. Yeah, proper in Soho launch, with a proper club. It's all good. It's yep. All good. So, uh, so we trailed that last week. It's going to be on the fourth of July. Yeah. Now there is a slight change actually. Okay. Because uh, what's happening is, is it's now not launching on the fourth. Right. It's now launching on the eleventh. Okay. You've come back a week. That doesn't. I've got to say that that change of date doesn't fill me with confidence, Roger. Well, it's it's just pure, because the other reason is, is because actually there's two more people yeah. we brought on board. Yeah. Who are now we're doing it as a sort of foursome yeah, thing, yeah. and and we've now got two really big DJs involved, Pinky and Mentor. Oh, well, if you got Pinky and Mentor involved, then exactly, it's a shoeing, isn't it? Because, yeah. So yeah. so we've got Pinky and Mentor. Then who the fuck are Pinky and Mentor? Well, Pinky's a guy. He's got a big following with um, Pinks? Uh, um, um, one of the sort of club circuit thing. I don't actually I know enough about this. I hate it. I hate. But, DJs and I can't really do But Pinky's that. kind of really quite hot right. and, and Mentor is another guy that's kind of he's a promoter stroke producer. They've got a really good following across the sort of mm, uh, I think it'll leave me cold this night. I, no, I it won't. It will. It's gonna it's be a really good night. Thing. It's so not my thing. I'm gonna come there. We're gonna we're gonna play some Arabic stuff, we're gonna oh, play R and B. Oh well that's gonna, that's twisted my arms. It's gonna be God. funky, yeah. it's gonna be hip hop, it's 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 all happening. Woo, hip hop, funky Arabic stuff, that's just my cup of tea. Well we're doing a crossover. Exactly the sort and, of and, stuff. And and the thing is Pinky's more 
more your sort of back to school stuff. So there's a lot of 80s tracks, yeah. you know, that sort of fun stuff. Leaves going me cold. On. Leaves me cold. Okay. But so it's come back a week then, so it's the 11th now. It's the 11th. Because like I said, I, I've genuinely had quite a lot of messages with people who want to come. Well, that's good because it gives us another week, and we're going to do the short text number thing, which is really exciting. What does that mean? Well, it's, we're going to have a short text number, which is like one of these 88808 numbers, yeah. right? That you text. Yeah. Okay. So when the flyers go out. Yeah. You text the number and and it will send you information back immediately. Okay. Right. And some people, if they text the number, are going to get chance to get into the VIP area right, okay. of the club. They get well, they obviously, get code. The, well, the people that have been contacting me, I'll, yeah, I'll, I can take into the VIP area anyway. No. I presume I've got access to all areas. No. I've not. Well, you have. I'm my guest. But it's going to be limited number. I'm my guest. Yeah, but you can't take other people in. Well, I've told him I, I will now. Well, we might allow one or two, but we okay, can't. Well, one we or two can't, is fine. We can't just go like Ray turns up with 50 mates. Or Willie Nilly. Or who, Willie, whoever he is. That's not one of the people. That's not one of the people that wants to come with me. No. Really. I've not heard back from the cheeky girls yet. I'm just fingers crossed for that. Have you got anybody in your guest list? Well, no, we, we're not doing guest lists like that, in that way. No, but off the record though, now. No, what we're doing but is... Off the re- no, but listen, but off the record, have you got any celebrities confirmed? Not, 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 not definite because we've we've changed the date and we've got Pinky and Mentor, so so it's a well, slightly obviously different. Pinky and Mentor aside. Yes, but that's a celebrity thing. That's not to work. But that's what this night's about, celebrities. It's not about that. No, that's what. Well, you... Why am I coming then? No, you've mistaken it. Of the month. It's about a quality night out yeah. for people that may struggle to find a good night out because they're in the media. I oh, see. So it's a special night. So it's a kind of it's a nice a night. Well, it's like variety club sort of. Thing. Well, no, it's it's no, it's not Sunshine Coach evening. Why not? Because that'll be so later. Are you, are you going? On, well, you're going on the record now. Let's just get this straight. What? You're going on the record as saying that the variety what club have I said? aren't welcome at your club. No, are you saying that special people aren't welcome at your night. No, I didn't say that. You're putting a ban on disabled. People. No, I didn't say that. Well, you did say that. I no. said, what about the variety club? You went, oh no, 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 no. I so, mean, so you're, it's not this is like this that. is like when Stringfellow banned fat people. This is outrageous, right? No, no. You're, you're, are fat people allowed? Am I going to yes, get in? Yes. When I, when I arrive, when yes. I get in? What's it going to be called? Do we have a title there? We haven't got a name because we're keeping that secret. Benders. No, it's not Benders. Say we call Benders. It's not Benders. Everyone's going to know it's Benders. <laughs> it's not Benders. Benders. It's not Benders. Benders. Club Forty Nine. Benders. Club Forty Nine. Benders. Soho. Benders. No. Raji's Benders. <laughs> <laughs> Right, once and for all, right. I want to get this on the record. Okay. Because I've made flippant remarks about you being up a hill with two schoolgirls. They weren't schoolgirls, they were from college. All right, from college and you're the teacher. Well, I'm a lecturer, kind of. A, a lech. Lecturer. You're known for being a lech. Were you up to no good? No. Promise? Promise. Good. Um, that's what and they'll vouch for that as well. Yeah, well, yes. Have you sufficiently groomed them to make sure that, I haven't groomed. that they will say that you did nothing? I haven't groomed... <laughs> Anyone. I was aware of you using that word. You're a naughty man. You yes, use that word. But you are a seedy fucker, though. I'm not a seedy. When have I ever been seedy? Do you know what? I, I, You've had to force me to watch porn movies. I can be that. And that's not seedy, though, sir. What? I, I, I can be seedy, but I, I, I just about get the line right between charm and seediness. Just about. I'm not a slimy, but you're a slimy fucker. When have I been slimy or seedy? You when? do it all the... Fucking... Alright. Here's a brilliant example. I did the pub quiz. I was the hosting the quiz yeah. about two months ago. Yeah. My friend Big Laura was there. I call her Big Laura because she's like seven foot or something. Right. Blonde oh, hair. pretty blonde girl. Yeah, blonde hair. Yes. Very, very attractive girl. Gets a lot of male attention. She's lovely, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous girl. You smelled her hair. 
She had nice smelling hair. No, but Raji, that's not the point. You can't go up to a girl, attractive or otherwise, and just start smelling their hair. I didn't just walk with, up without to being. Her. Well, what did you do? How did that come about? We were sitting, we were chatting, blah blah blah, and I said, "Oh, what's that smell?" Oh, give us a smell of your hair. No, no, I said, "Oh, what was that? What's that smell?" Oh, that's nice. And she went, "Oh, that's probably my hair." And I went, "Oh, what is that?" And she went, "Oh, I can't remember." So I smelled it, and I went, "Oh, it's whatever it was, coconut and yohoba." No, you didn't. You smelled it, and you went. You're going to cause me problems, is what you said. No, I didn't. Raji, no. that was so uncomfortable to the point that I, I, had to. Sm- <coughs> she said to me, "Do you want to smell my hair as well?" Just so it didn't seem weird, and I had to then go and smell her hair. See, now you're saying that, but uh, maybe it was the other way around. Maybe it was that she's sort of like a hair-smelling enticer. Oh, for fuck's sake! Raji. She wants people to smell her hair because yeah. the other flip side of what you're saying is yeah. is that she enticed me to do it. And then entice you to do it. Now, you're blaming me for that. I know, but Whereas, actually, she was the one that actually said to you, I, do you want to smell it as well? Yeah, wide-eyed, panicky. She went, do you want to smell it as well? I know, Big Laura, and I know that I know for a fact she's not a big... You're just trying to paint me in a bad light. She's not a hair-smeller enticer, you're or whatever just... you call her. She's not one of them people. Um, we've all met those sort of people. Has, <laughs> we've, we've all met a hair-smeller enticer, but I, I, can, I will happily go on the record and say that Big Laura is not a hair-smeller enticer in any way, shape, or form. She's, <laughs> she's a, a, lov- get that a, in? a lovely young lady who is more than happy to not have her hair smelled by people like yourself. Or enticing people to smell her Absolutely. hair. Absolutely. And, and, the the, and the other thing you do as well is you call, you call ladies' names as well. I call them names. Like sweetheart and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's not names. What else do you say? What other ones do you use? Love, babe. Um, See, love, I don't have a problem with. Sweet. Babe, I do have a problem with. Why sweet, I have a problem with. Babe? I don't know, it just sounds seedy. But it's lovely. People like, people like it. They've told me they like it. Who has? People I've asked. The only person that I've ever seen you call babe who had no problem with it was a fat woman in Dixon's <laughs> who was serving us. That's just horrible. You're, 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 see, you're, you're, it, it was you're a fat, attention a fat to old her. woman from Dixon's. You draw attention to her physical size. Because I, I said to her, I'm a big lad, I said to her, does that not really annoy you that you called your baby? And what did she say? And she went, oh, grow up. Thank you very much. Yeah, but she was I think, just for a moment, we're going to fade out of that. You probably noticed that the microphone sounds different. We've now gone from stereo to mono because... I'm recording this uh, the next day when I got home last night. I was thinking about this a lot and it occurred to me that perhaps I should uh, give Big Laura an opportunity to answer back to, to Raji's claims. Um, so I spoke to Big Laura today, I asked her if she wanted to come over and she said yes. Do you felt I didn't want to upset you anyway. No, no, no. That's Big Laura speaking. I didn't want to bring back bad memories for you because I don't think I've, even, I don't think I've seen you. Since, since that night, experience. yeah, it's been a long time. It was it was a memorable evening. I have to tell you that. Well, well you see, the thing how how did it make you? And uh, don't cry or anything, but how how did it make you feel? Because sometimes it's a bit I, weird. Yeah, it was odd, wasn't it's a bit it? Awful. And you, you've listened it's back to the recording yeah. of what Raji said. Oh, lies, lies, lies. That's it's not how it was. I didn't go around the pub making people smell my hair. I'm not a hair enticer. And I know you're not a hair enticer because I felt awkward smelling your hair. It is a weird thing to do. But it felt like... I am not being funny, but you don't go around pubs smelling people's hair. I know, but the right thing is Raji does. Yes, I really like Now, it. my argument is that that's seedy. Yes, seedy and wrong. Very wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, let's put... How, it's good hair, but you don't go around Your hair's smell. beautiful, and you look very nice tonight. You, I see you're dressed up. Are you going out tonight? I'm going out tonight, Nice, yes. okay, you look so ready. wave my hair around and see who else wants to smell <laughs> Okay. This is another thing. How tall are you? But I'd say five foot ten. Five foot ten. Yeah. Are you sure you're not six In foot? In heels and about six foot. Okay. So and Raji's like five foot nothing. He's about five foot nothing. Yeah. So, so you know, I had to bend over, and he then was smelling my hair. Yeah, Raji had to make an effort to yeah. actually reach your hair. When he got a stool. What happened was he stood on a stool. Oh. 
got up, started sniffing the hair, and then he, he fell asleep a little bit. <laughs> Just for the record, would you consider what he did sexual harassment? Definitely yes. Would you? Oh, absolutely yes. Okay. Would you? Yes, con- yes, yes. Okay. Would you consider following this through with a court case? Yes. Brilliant. Okay. I'd win it though, wouldn't I? What kind of? I've you noticed. Get a stool and stand in it and smell people's hair and then tell everyone about it and get uh, other people to smell their hair. Exactly. You don't. You, you just don't do that. Wrong. It's completely wrong. You're right. Um, well, we'll, we'll perhaps accept this podcast, the way it's been going this week, I'm kind of aiming at assassinating his character as much as possible. Good, good. So if he we deserves it, he had it coming. I agree. Is the sort of person that you wouldn't look twice at? Uh, well, you know, um, I might tell people to look twice at him so that yeah. they know not to go near him. To be him careful, yeah. Yeah, to take, take special caution when that. he's around. Well, um, I really appreciate you coming here and putting your son in the Need story. to get my point across. I didn't, me, I didn't, I can see your eyes welling up and I, didn't, <laughs> I really didn't want to upset you in any way, shape, or form. But it's okay, Okay, but, but so be careful tonight when you go out right. on the town. Yeah, where, where are you going I to? might turn her hair up and wear a hat. That's a very good idea. I think it is a good You're idea. You're looking good, though. Oh, thanks. And you've got flat shoes on. Yeah, so I am about five foot ten tonight. Nice. I've got some heels in the car. Well, the heart that you guys are in for a treat. Yeah. That was Laura Johnson. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Right, I know we were going to talk about something else. Yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to change what we're going to talk about. Why? When we do the podcast yeah. and we press record on the computer, yeah. you do me a countdown yeah. before I start speaking with yeah. your hands. You go 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 with your hands. Yeah. And then I start speaking. That's right. Just put your arm out again. What? Why? Put your arm out. What? Right. Fuck it. And I can tell by your face already that there's something. You've got no. What? what what's the fucking. <laughs> what? What? Hair's gone from your arm, Roger. <laughs> okay. you, you have hairy. You've normally got hairy arms. Yeah, I've got very hairy arms. Right, you've got baby's bum arms at the moment. Have you been waxing? No. Um. Well, no, well what happened? What right. alopecia of the arms? No. What's going on there? No. What happened was I I had this casting right, and it was a really really good casting. This will be good. No. It what really was it was. for? All creatures great and small. No, the jet of your arm I cow's I ass. I can't say what it was for because it will ruin the story of the piece when it comes out. But basically, it was to play a guy yeah. and a woman, okay. and 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 you, the audience isn't supposed to find out until the very very end. I'm listening. That the the guy is the same person yeah. as this woman. You've got no hairs on your arms. Yeah. So anyway, what happened was I was talking to a friend of mine, a female friend of mine, and we were chatting about it. Let me see your nails. And okay. And she said, because I'm quite hairy, I'm I'm very hairy. Yeah. Generally, and 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 she said, well. That you should you should um, get rid of hair on your hands because that's a giveaway. And you just got so excited you just casting. carried on going. Well, no. What happened was I got rid of the hair on my hands, and there's like a little bit on the sides and a little bit on sort of where the knuckles are and stuff. Right. But by the time I'd sort of done it with this cream stuff, I had this really odd like straight line across right. my wrist where my hairy arms came stopped dead, and then my non-hairy bits of my hand. A bit like Teen Wolf. Kind of. Okay. So it's like a sort of a hairy cuff. <laughs> was the thing. Sometimes when I'm on my way to record this podcast, I think, I wonder what Raji will say. I wonder what clever things we'll talk about and what my witty repartee will be. But I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would hear you at any point in the podcast say, it was kind of like a hairy cuff. Yeah, but, I'm sorry, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, no. So, go on. So, how far did... So, you used this cream? So it's the lightest cream I used. I've used that, you know. I used that because I was in a, a comedy lab years ago, right? Where I had to have a big tattoo on my back, yeah. And I had the cream on my back to remove hair. So, so you've got, got a, a tattoo quite, quite hairy back, yeah. Yeah. But it's never grown back that hair. 
Really? Yeah, really. Uh, quite genuinely. Because I, I did this a week ago, and, and I don't know if you look, if you look closely, you can see there's... You're a bit there's, stubbly. There's sort of hair coming... But if you feel it... I'll be all right. No, go on. No, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> Come on. That's quite a prominent vein you've got running from your hand right over your arm. Yeah. Luckily, mm. I, I, I never did the sort of injecting drug thing, because I've got a prominent vein. Well, you were, always, you were always a Sinatra and a smoker. So, um, anyway, <laughs> so it's, it's actually quite smooth. Yeah. But anyway, right, the weird thing about it is, right, is so I've got this sort of thing... Sorry, the weird thing about it, apart from the fact you've been using hair removal cream on your arms yeah, but to go for a casting, which I'm not, in, I'm still not entirely getting this. Go no, on. but to me it does get weirder because, yeah. because I, cause I had this line of hair, yep. right? The so hairy so, cuff. So I sort of tried to find a sort of way of doing it like a, a curve so that the line wasn't so definite. Yeah. But, but you know, it's a bit like when you do your sideburns with the, with the things. Right. You know, with a razor when well, you shave. I have a beard, it. so it's not really. Yeah, but sometimes you know, like for me, because sometimes I have a beard, sometimes I don't. Uh-huh. So you kind of, and you, if you do it with a manual razor, you sort of cut it a bit, and then you look at the other side, and you go, "Oh, that's too short." So you cut yeah. that bit up, and and you end up like with no sideburns. So, so I've actually of, just noticed looking at you that your sideburns are completely irregular. Are they irregular? Yeah, the one on your left hand side of your, of your head is far higher. Well, that's because I've sort of let stubble grow. Well, whatever the reason, let's so not no, get so away hand, from this my arm. So out. basically what happened was I got to the wrist and blah blah blah, it was too hairy there so I kind of tried to fade it and stuff and it didn't work with the cream because it either takes it or it doesn't so yeah. there's no fading involved. So um, so I kind of kept going and then I got to like where my elbow is yeah. and, and then my upper arm kind oh of looked God. a bit odd because there was a line there. Yeah. So I sort of went further. Get a hairy elbow cuff. Yeah, kind good. of. And also the back of the elbow. Yeah, good. So I had to do all of that, and then I got right up to my shoulder. Yeah. And, and then because of the, the hair from my chest, sort of crosses into my shoulder. Yes. My, my front part of my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I kind of had to start going into that as well, so I kind of went across the top of my chest. Oh, for fuck's sake, Robbie. As well. And then once I've done that... <laughs> Please tell me this doesn't end at your bollocks. And no. Anyway, I went all the way down the front and I thought, oh, that's hairy as well, so I got rid of that. And I went all the way down my tummy, that was a bit hairy, so I got rid of that as well. And then my penis, it was covered in hair, so I had to get rid of all those hairs. No, as well. I didn't. Are I you didn't. completely, are you completely bald across no, your body? No, 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 I've got... You don't have to show me. It's no, fine. look, I've got... Ch- I chest hair's there, chest okay. hair's there, but it's now shaped. Oh, nice, okay. Right? Yeah. And, and But the thing was, obviously, I couldn't go No around wonder with, you've got schoolgirls chasing after I couldn't you. go around with one hairy arm and one sort of bare arm yeah. so I had to do the other arm yep, so I did the, uh, the other side yep. and um, and then um, my brother pointed out to me that you'd need you know, another tube of a Mac so no he, he sort of pointed out that I had quite bushy eyebrows oh Jesus what Rogers so, so, so I shaved them a little bit yeah I can see right and just sort of cut down the tri- you know but what I did was I did a silly thing right <laughs> what is this a bit where you noticed that <laughs> no and I tried using the cream just on the edge of my eye oh, brows, geez, and it actually—it's actually gone down now. But it burned. Yeah, it would. It burnt my eyelid. So for about three days, I've had a really, really red. Well, I suppose it's a bit like eyeshadow. Eyelid. Um, I'm going to go back to the original point. Why did you feel that going for this casting, you had to? Because surely they would have looked at you and gone, "Well, his arms are kind of hairy, but yeah, we could get rid of that with cream." I know, but sometimes, and I don't often do this actually, but 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 this particular one, because I really, really, it was such a great part. Yep. I really did want this part, yep. and I thought, well, I'm going to make a bit of effort. You know, I'm not going to be a lazy actor. You've gone way beyond but, the call no, of but, duty. But initially, it did just start because I just thought, if there's a sort of bit, because they asked me to prepare a scene of the guy and a scene of 
one of the girls scene. Okay. So I thought, well, if there's a bit of the girl scene where I kind of put my hand to my face or yeah. do something, because it's on camera, I didn't want them to suddenly go, oh, hairy hand, you know. Yeah. So I thought, well, if but I just get rid of that. But obviously, Again, I don't think you're crediting them with the intelligence of being able to imagine. You know, they would have gone, oh, his arms are hairy, but, you know, we could get rid of that. That's easy enough. Well, no, but they don't always. It's silly things like if your hair's too long or too short, you should go in with... How know. old were they, four? No, but it's just the way it works. Okay, it's the way it works. Fair enough. You know. So, have you heard back from this casting? No. When did you do it? Last week. Oh, is it not looking good? No. How do you feel about the fact that you've essentially had cosmetic surgery for a role that you've probably not got? Well, interestingly, because as you said about the tattoo, I've been, I'm, I want to get a tattoo and I've been wanting to get a tattoo for a while. Since I got mine? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 so once all the hair had gone from my arms, mm-hmm. I kind of could see my arm better. And, uh, and I've now got a better idea of what tattoo I want. I think the reason you can see your arm better is because you also put <laughs> hair removal around your eyes. Basically your big eyebrows have now gone and you can see everything better now. Your house probably looks bigger to you. little child in the car. That's what I've fucking, my whole life, that's what I've, I've striven for. Were you, were you the, are we there yet, boy? No. When you went on car journeys with no, your I parents? No, I used to just quietly sit in the back, quite happily, and then every 20 minutes, I'd kick my dad's chair as I was to come and say, for fuck's sake, hurry up! Come on! No. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> come on! The thing is, I can imagine you doing it. How long does it take to get to fucking Blackpool? <laughs> Jesus! Did you just go to Blackpool? Well, what have you come this way for? That's what I used to do. And what age were you when you did that? No, seven or eight. I mean, it went right through my life. You're just a menace. Absolutely, sir. You're a menace. Yeah. But anyway, interesting as this is. Go on. Because you see, well, we have interesting lives. Who do? Me and you. Well, not intermittently interesting. Yeah, well, they're interesting lives. We do great things. Like what? Most people go to work all day and we have great lives. Well, that's true. We go for auditions. Ah, castings. Cast- is it castings or auditions? Well, I have castings. I have castings, but what's the difference? I think auditions are normally where you arrive and you have to perform a pre-prepared piece, whereas a casting is normally just reading from where you read from the script. Okay, well, that well then I do, do castings as well. Yeah. Have you done castings this week? I had a brilliant one last week. For uh, It was a lifetime opportunity uh, from, from my perspective. Uh, it was for what they call a corporate. Oh, yeah, for your corporate training video? Yes, it was yeah. a corporate training video. And you went in a seat? I did. They, they, it was for a part of an accountant. Yeah. So I, I went fully fully geared up with my mohair coat, my, my yeah. suit, my t- shirt and everything. Well, I met you afterwards and we went that, and bought Spider-Man comics. That's right. And I had... Well, two weird things happened at this casting, right? Uh-huh. First of all, I mean, let's be, to be fair, mostly corporates, when they're looking for actors, the majority of people end up doing corporates, unless they're big things, like John Cleese, for example, made a fortune doing corporates for years. Nine times out of ten, the the people they choose are normally people for whom don't have much TV experience, don't have much on-screen experience, and it's a, a means by which people can get that experience, you yeah. know, working on camera and stuff. So, so it's a little bit unusual for someone like me to turn up. Well, in a way, you're taking food from the mouths of people that need it. Well, this is true, but at the moment, I need it. So, uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> stop it. So I turned up at this casting, and it was all fine, and we got on, and I uh, went in and read, and I just rattled through it, rattled through it. So they brought you in to be an accountant. It's racist. So it's all, no, it's not racist. It's racist. It's not racist, it's just a sales job, basically. Racist. Anyway, the thing is, when I finished, the director said, was he sort of looked at me, and with almost surprise, said to me, you're actually quite good. <laughs> 
as opposed to what? You know, what, what would you expect? Well, as opposed to what's been previously presented by the BBC. Well, possibly. Um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> then, so I said to him, so I sort of let it go, and I just said to him, well, look, is there anything you'd like to do different? Would you like to do it again? You know, whatever. And he said, oh, yeah, actually, could be, he said, you were very pacey, it's very good, but could, could oh, we Oh, he's going to ask you to do the accent, isn't he? No, he didn't ask me to do the accent, <laughs> actually. I, th- I think people know better than that right, nowadays. Okay. And a bit slower. No, hang on a second. Then, you told me on the script that it said that the character is Asian, and then yeah. brackets brown. Yeah, that was in the description <laughs> of the part. Which, again, was one of those things where you go, well, as opposed to what? <laughs> but anyway, so, so we were just about to go for it again, and there was a lady who was operating the camera. Yeah. And she was actually from the company for whom this, this training film is for. She said, oh, can I just ask one thing? And she asked me what must be one of the weirdest, if not the weirdest question anyone's ever asked me in a casting. Right. She said to me, are you able to wear a tie? Brilliant. And... What's the answer to that question? Well, maybe she thought it was a religious thing or something. Maybe some religions can't wear ties. What religion can't wear a tie? I don't know. You're saying this as if religions have fucking no- very normal rules, very straightforward well, things. They all have fucking weird things going on. Yeah, look, can't we all be- know your view on oh, religion. Oh, you can't have meat on a Friday. Oh, you can't do this, that and the other. It's fucking, it's all fucking Yeah, nonsense. but I can't imagine. I bet you there's a religion. I bet you there's a religion where you can't wear a tie. So Do that- you find people rude in castings? Not, not rude. Sometimes abrupt. Yeah. But not rude. I had, because the casting that I did, I'll say what the rudest experience I ever had at a casting was, because these send me for castings for adverts, and I don't, yeah. I don't want to do adverts, but right. these say, oh, well, but go and meet the casting director. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did that for a while, and but I went for them ones, uh, the WKD adverts. Oh, that drink? Yeah. Right, yeah. And you got a, a WKD side. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And the yeah. one that I went for was, was to be a dentist who turns around, and he's got, like, big knives and stuff he's, to scare the patient. Right. Um, but I walked into that casting. I swear to God, I walked into that casting. There was a row of people, all from WKD, all there. And as I walked in, the woman—it was most remember—one lady. She said, "Well, he's too fat." Oh! <gasps> as I'd walked into the casting, loud. as I walked in, yeah. No way. I was fucking livid. I was furious. No way. Because you know what? That's a perfectly good reason for me not to get the part. But also, in situations like that, surely, they know what you look like before you come in. They've seen photos. They've seen your CV. They probably... You and, know. And, and, and they went on, during the casting, to ask me if I could do the part a bit more like a Nazi. Oh, my God. Honest to God. No But then way. this casting that I did on Friday, when I was doing my casting, because this is why I think you've had better experience with your casting than I did with mine, because when I went for my casting on Friday, the lady that was casting me, it was one of those where, do you ever go to a casting when you know they've already cast it? Yeah. And, and they're like just honouring the commitment to actually see you. Yeah. So I walked in, it was quite clear it had already been cast. And in fairness to the lady it was with, she was sort of saying, you know, I don't really know what to do with you now because there's only this one part left. So we did the read-through and stuff. And I just got the real feeling that she was just going through the motions and that she wasn't really watching me and that she didn't really care. And that's fine. But, yeah, uh, it happens. Um, and then she said, <laughs> she said, okay, could you stand up while I do a, a long shot? You know, because you were film, put it on film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stood up and she did a long shot. And she went, and now, how tall are you? And I, I said, six foot five. And she went, okay. And I, and I was like, fuck it, you're clearly, because I'm five foot six. I was like, you're clearly not watching me. You're clearly taking, I'd be surprised if that fucking video camera's even on. Paying no attention yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, no attention whatsoever. And, and I went out again and, um, that's yeah. when you know you've done a really good job. Totally. I was thinking yesterday, because um, I'm not going to bang on about the EastEnders thing, but you used to be in EastEnders. Yes. But you ruined it. Which you mentioned in every single podcast. But you, well, you did ruin it. I didn't ruin you it. You so ruined that program. I was watching that. Not doing this again. I was enjoying it. Not doing it. Right, I wanted to know something. What? 
and we've never really discussed this myself and you, but it's something that occurred to me that I want to know. Mm. Were you ever, because me and you have sort of been in touch on and off yeah. over the years, since I first met you when you heckled me at a comedy club, <laughs> and I shot you down in flames, you heckled me at the club. You were completely out of your depth, to the point where you actually at one point had to sit there, red-faced, saying, come on, tonight's not about me, which will be, for me, the funniest thing you'll ever say. But we've been friends on and off ever since. We have. I mean, we didn't really speak very much when you were in EastEnders, because... What? I, I what did, do you mean? I didn't know what to say to you. What are you talking about? I just didn't... I, I couldn't... I couldn't look at you. Why? Because I was too no, famous? because of the mess of EastEnders, just cause that, that whole car crash of the Ferrero family. Well, what I want to know is, were, yes. were you ever involved in any scandals? Were you ever in the newspaper for, for a bit? Like, no. No, okay. Well, I think you will be this week. No. <laughs> were you two students? Were, were, did scandals happen while you were there? Yeah. What's that like? When you're there working with people and they're there in the papers, and so, well, were in you the there most... in the dirty dirt when the webcam thing happened? Well, before, I, before we talk about that, because, okay. because I was there with that, and the thing is, I'm, I'm really quite vociferous about this, and I don't care anyone, I don't care who knows it. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm quite outspoken about it. Oh, vociferous. And I don't care who knows it, okay. to be honest. And this is mostly privately, because I don't do press and all well, that. Well, you're reaching at least seven or eight people right now. Well, that's fine. One of the weird things is, is when stuff happens, yeah. I had quite a sharp introduction to it one morning, right? I arrived at work, and uh, Jesse Wallace, who at the time was constantly in the press for something. But the thing about Jessie is, she's a lovely, lovely girl, and, huh? and she's a great actress. I sat with her on several occasions where, you know, you go in the green room, and it's like 7am in the morning, and the papers get delivered and stuff, and you're sitting around having a coffee before you start shooting. And you'd flick through the papers, and there'll be some two-page story about her being drunk somewhere, or having done something silly, or having got in trouble for something. And I'll be sitting there literally across the table from her, and... Like I say, it's 7 o'clock in the morning, and apparently these photos were at 3 a.m. or something. And you sort of look at Jesse, and I'd go, well, well, Jesse, you look really good for, for the fact that you were falling out of a club at 3 a.m. Right. And she would just sit there and go, well, that was like a year ago. Could you get her to go out with me? I doubt it now. I've had very little contact. Is she coming to Benders? I don't know. And it's not called Benders, it's Club 49. <laughs> and I keep falling for it, don't you I? You keep falling for it. Well, sorry, carry on. So, yeah, so it becomes quite interesting when you see that side of it. But to say about the Leslie thing, I'll quite happily go on record. The Leslie Grantham thing? Yeah, to say about that. Really? I, I took... Oh, this is going to be quite exciting now. I this could get us national newspaper coverage. I took great pleasure in what happened to him. Raji James. In all, <laughs> in all honesty, I never liked that guy. Okay, well, let, let's say this is brilliant. Let's set this up. I knew there was a good reason for your drinking tonight. Let's set this up perfectly then. Okay, so here, so here we have a behind-the-scenes exclusive. So, Raji, you released Enders at the time of the Leslie Grantham webcam scandal yes, thing. Yes, I was. You are working with the gentleman? Yes, I was. Okay, right. I, I'm willing to listen. Okay, well, you never this, um, Can I just say to the listener, this is as exciting for me as it is for you, because <laughs> I don't know this. This is brilliant. And can I just say as well, I'm taking this disc home tonight okay. to edit it. I'm not cutting this out. <laughs> Even if you wake up tomorrow morning going, oh, actually, do you know what? I don't think we should have... Uh, this isn't getting cut out. Okay. No, no, this is this is good by me. Fucking brilliant. Right, here no, we go. This is let me, no, let me let me actually let me sit down. Okay, right, right, okay. Right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you all thought this podcast was gonna be rubbish and have nothing into it, but here now is Raji James, he used to be on his tenders but ruined it. Here he is giving his account of the Leslie Grantham scandal where he was masturbating on a webcam. 
right. sticking his fingers in his mouth. I didn't listen. Sequence of events was at the time. Yeah. Was uh, we'd had a late Friday night working. We were shooting in the Vic, and I was doing this really big important scene. Yeah. And it was a really big important scene for Shane. Shane Ritchie, who, who was playing Alfie Moon. Yeah. And he had this huge speech to do. And it was very emotional and stuff. The whole time this was going on, I was sitting at a table in the Vic as part of the set with Leslie Grantham as, as Den, and he had a couple of lines to say, and I had a couple of lines. But throughout the time that Shane was doing this important scene with Michael, who was the villain at the time, and with Jesse. Michael, um, you have to say who these people are. Michael here. Mike, Michael Fingy and Jesse. But he, he was the big baddie in the show. Okay. Uh, and he was the guy that kind of slept with the cat character and then right. and then took revenge out on, on the Alfie character. Okay. And it was sort of the culmination of that story. And throughout the whole shooting sequence, Leslie Grantham was sitting there just constantly talking and not in a nice way about other people. Well, out loud? Yeah. You know, while shooting was going on, he was sitting there and he was doing this whole kind of... But surely that was being picked up by the mics. Well, no, because obviously when the camera's over there and it's... So he was in your ear? So he's right next to me yeah, in okay. my ear. Okay. You know, and it's all snide little comments he was making all yeah. the time. And I was getting really wound up by it because I'm quite... I was, you know, am and was quite friendly with Shane at the time. Yeah. And I was really conscious of the fact that while Shane was working really hard and doing all this stuff that he could possibly overhear some of this stuff that was being said. What was he saying then? Oh, was just silly things like... Paraphrase he, it. He was sort of saying things like, you know, ah, fucking hell... Don't understand what you're saying. Does anyone else understand what you're saying? Oh, he's a big blah blah blah. That's that's an exceptional impression. And it was just it was just all the time. This is the thing. It's throughout. Can I play? I'll play Leslie Grantham in this bit. Okay. Okay. So we're on set. Shane's doing his speech. God blimey, Gavin! I can't do Shane's voice. He's doing this. Okay. So you're there waiting. And you know we're waiting for our. Did you have a line? Yeah, and we're waiting. This is the thing: we're waiting for our cues and stuff. And at one of the particular points, because Leslie was going on so much, okay, and he was sort of impressing I'll all do the it. younger cast. Yep, I'll members. do it now. I'll do Leslie now. Oh, God, blimey! Oh, can't they get somebody better to do this? Can't they do? Oh, God, yeah. Shane Rich, I remember him off the Days commercial. Right, so we so don't know that he definitely said that. No, um, no, no. Yeah. So this is going on, and then suddenly the first assistant director, who's on on the floor running the whole thing, uh-huh. sort of says, "Cut, cut, cut," and turns to me and says, "Raji, come on, where's your line?" As if it was like my fault. And I thought, well. I'm not going to cover for Leslie. I'm sorry, I'm not. Right. And I just turned around and said, well, I'm sorry, but I've got Leslie yapping in my ear the whole time. Brilliant. And if he shut up, I'd hear the cues. You took right? on what's... So anyway, there was obviously the sort of silence. Ferreira took on Watts. The silence that you get, you know, little brown boys taking on Den Watts. You know? Well, let's not make this into a race issue. Right, <laughs> oh, right thank you. Right, so anyway, that happened, and, and eventually the scene got shot, and blah, blah, blah. So, and it was a late night, like I say, and I, and I got home. And by the time I got home, I genuinely felt really bad about some of the stuff that Leslie had been saying that I hadn't kind of said, Oi, can you leave it out, or whatever. So I kind of eventually I thought, I'm going to phone him. So I phoned Shane, and I said, look, Shane, so it's late, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I said to him, I don't know if you heard any of the stuff that was being said, but I wasn't a part of it. And Shane, quite brilliantly and lovely, said, don't worry about it. He said, I know what you're talking about, but he's going to get his comeuppance. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And it turns out that Shane had got a phone call that night from the papers that were about to run this story on the weekend of, of all the webcam well, okay. which none of us knew anything about. Right. Uh, and I don't know how much information Shane knew about it because he didn't actually say he just said look don't worry about it yeah. Leslie's getting his comeuppance on the weekend. So was the tension between Richie and Grantham? Not that, not that I knew at the time Right. but having experienced that particular scene Yeah then obviously yes and I think there's a little bit of politics and status going on okay. as there would be with any long running yeah, show yeah, fair so anyway I heard that Pauline Fowler was a nasty piece of work can you verify no she's not she's an absolute lady 
that's fine, that's all I need to know. So, anyway, Sunday um, comes. So then the Sunday papers came out, and, and I read them, and I was just like, oh my god. He's not just been caught out for being a bit sleazy on a webcam, but the way he talked in an insulting way about his fellow cast members. Right. Was that all proven there? Well, it, there were definite quotes, and they put the quotes in the papers, okay. so there's no way, you know, I knew that bit of it definitely to be true. Okay. The rest of it, I have no idea about, right, because okay. I wasn't in his dressing room, so I don't know. But you'd heard him say these nasty things about cast But I'd heard him say nasty things about okay. cast members and that was the only thing that bothered me personally can you after, every now and again can you say your honour no no do it because I want to pretend I'm in, I'm in like court oh right okay. like, like in Boston League or something like so, that so anyway your honour yes um, please continue Roger the great thing about all of this for me personally was when I looked at the schedule for what was happening on the Monday for the first time in I think my entire time there my very first scene of the day was just me and Leslie okay and it was just a silly little scene where I was walking into the Vic and he was walking out right so I was looking forward to this so much so I, I walk into work obviously the atmosphere there is kind of like oh shit what are we going to do yeah. and there were people running around all over the place kind of how do we do this how do we deal with this blah 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 See everyone had read the papers, everything else had gone on. And I walked into the makeup room. Leslie's sitting there on his own. Brilliant. Finger in his mouth? No. No. He was sitting there. I could, you can sense, you know, when people are walking around on eggshells. Yeah. But because I was in a position where A, I had nothing to lose. And had you been sacked at this point? No. But <laughs> I wasn't sacked anyway. It was a, a mutual agreement. To oh, me. I see. Did they take your house down without telling you? <laughs> Yeah, I went away on holiday and then didn't know where I lived. Did you come back? <laughs> you came back off your holidays back to EastEnders and, I did. They, and they dismantled the set of your house? No, well, not just that, but there was a scene in which I had to go, they said, <laughs> oh, and then you go out the door to go home. And I said, well, which door? And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't know where I live now because my house is gone. <laughs> and the thing was, no one knew where my character oh, of lived. Of course, and, no, and nobody watched and it. And nobody cared. <laughs> That's beside the point. So, uh, so great for me because, yeah. like I said, I, you know, I was at the stage where I just didn't care anymore anyway, and it didn't make any difference to me as far as I was concerned. He'd been caught out. Whatever he'd done with all the sexual stuff, I don't know. But as far as the, the insulting fellow cast members, yeah. So I walked into the the the, the makeup room and um, and he's sitting there, and the first words out of my mouth were, "Morning, Leslie. You fucked up, didn't you?" Brilliant. And I was the, and there were people outside that room, right. waiting to see what I was going to say because okay. they knew my opinion about Leslie. Yeah. And um, and he flimflammed, and he tried to cover it, and he was talking about oh, how did he cover it? Well, he was he, he sort of went into this whole thing about oh well they can't get me for when I shot the taxi driver, so they're now they're trying to find something else. Oh, do you know what? I'm As not, if that I'm in not some sure. way. I'm not sure that legally we can include that statement. It's true on this podcast. It's true, and I'll sign an affidavit. <laughs> It's true. That's what he said. All right. Okay. And then he subsequently brought out a statement that denied that he'd ever said anything negative about cast members. Okay. And yet everyone had heard him saying these things. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How was he with you after that, though? How was he? I don't think we spoke at all after that. He wasn't pally or anything like that. Well, we weren't pally beforehand. You really are excited. You're like, it's you're like not, a huge it's not, smile. It's not that I'm excited. Yeah, no, but it's a malevolent smile. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sitting there going... But what, what? No, how can it... It doesn't affect me. Would you be advised professionally not for this to be included in the podcast? Mm, I don't know. I don't care. Have another beer? No, but I never have. 
even though I don't do press and I don't do interviews and all those sorts of stuff, yeah. I'm always honest with the people I talk to. Yeah, but you but you are you know, aware that at the moment, even though we're in your house and it's just me and you here, yeah, you're aware we're being recorded. Yes, that we're wired for sound at the yes, moment. Yes, but what I'm meaning is, if a complete stranger walks up to me in a pub and yeah. has a conversation with me, I'll answer the questions honestly. I always have done. Yeah, it just so happens up until now, none of them have been members of the press. All right, I don't care, mate. I'm more than happy to include this in the podcast. We don't have to do anything else. <laughs> Time for Raj's film review. Yay! So let's hear your reviews. First off, we'll start with Rocket Trinity. Okay, right. How did now, you find this film? Um, I have to say it's one of my favourites. Really? I don't really watch it anymore. Well, I don't watch it at all anymore. It's kind of... I think porn sometimes in your life can be attributed to other things going on in your life. And I don't really... So I don't really watch Rocket Trinity anymore. Well, I can understand why you wouldn't watch it much more. Because cause I think I think they give an awful lot of the plot away at the beginning. Because there's a, there's a bit at the I've beginning... I've never noticed the plot before. What's the plot? So what happens is you have yep. to set up. And yep. technically, I don't think the film's actually very good, to be fair. Right. right? Because right at the very beginning, you know, like the first few important lines, they're covered by this music. So at first you don't quite know whether it's a foreign language film, because <laughs> you can't quite hear it okay. properly, or whether it's not. And I should say that it's probably not important insofar as most people would be fast-forwarding at that point. Why? But then you don't know what's Because it's a pornographic on. film. But okay, go on, I'm sorry, right. I'm jumping your gun, let's hear what your analysis... So anyway, there's a bit where the sort of sound starts going quieter, and, yep. and it's when a maid comes in, and she's delivering some breakfast, which is... What, they're having a breakfast? Quack, quack, crass, croissants. A croissant. Said like a W, right? Yeah, if you like. So, croissant. They're, they're which he feeds her, I believe. She feeds him. Yeah. And he says something about, I can feed myself, but then sits... And it's really weird at that point, actually, because for eight, up to that point, I thought he had no arms. <laughs> because... top on yeah. with black sleeves yeah. and he's like that and then suddenly his hand sort of appears. I see I see you thought I'd give you empty so she's feeding him yeah okay and and, and suddenly these hands appear yeah. he, starts, he starts touching her were you disappointed that he had arms no I just thought that that was the thing okay. but then obviously it wasn't there was a distraction yeah. and I realised why it was a distraction because what then happens is the conversation happens between them right? he asks her a name and she says it's Tanya and he says oh where are you from and she says Czech and he says oh but that's a Russian name Right. So straight away you get this thing that there's something going on here. Someone's not telling the truth. Okay. But unfortunately, I don't know enough about politics to know which is worse or better. Do you or know what? I don't think it even matters, but go on. So they start um, d- doing sex. <laughs> right. Yeah. And stuff. Do it, are they doing it real or is it? Yeah, no, they're doing like real sex. Real, doing. Uh, how are they having sex? What sort of positions and things? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, he, w- he was touching her lots and then she was lying down and, and, and he was putting his... You know, and then it cuts to um, like a sort of Parisian thing of a woman walking down the street, and this is a blonde girl. This is Trinity. Oh, is this Trinity? Yeah, the right, anonymous okay. Trinity. Yep. So she turns up, right, and she's like some art critic or something. And he, he's I think like, she's his PR girl. I think is the story. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Oh, okay, well, I didn't. Again, I'm, I'm normally, I couldn't quite hear the. Normally, dialogue. would have been fast forwarding at that point. Right, Go I on. didn't hear the dialogue. Right, so anyway, yep. the weird thing happens now, right? Because she sort of vent, uh, stuff happens, and then she and he's like like proper sexing the girl. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. the maid. Yeah, the maid. Yeah, still sexing her up. Yeah, right. And and um, and. She, How did you feel watching the man having sex with the lady? Well, I didn't really see much of it because I was writing notes. I was kind of seeing what the blonde girl was going to bring to Understood. it. Trinity, let's go by then. So, 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 sorry, Trinity comes in, right? And it's weird because she's sort of looking around, looking a bit confused and stuff. She then hands Rocco, she hands him like this big phallus, right? Like a cock thing, dildo, yeah. right? But after handing him it yeah. and him inserting it in the girl, while he's already inserted his own 
bits in the girl. Well, are, are we talking different different bits of her? She, well, it's, it's, a, it's an adult podcast. We can just say what it is. So he's, he's well, I think I think her. he's got his thing in her bum, right? Right, and then and then he puts he puts this the, the false one in in her front bum. Okay, okay, right? good. Yep, yep. she's very brave, isn't she? Then Trinity mm-hmm. says. What are you doing? And you kind of think, well, that's a bit weird because you just handed him the big plastic phallus. But it's weird because she was obviously implicit. Yeah. And then later, he puts the, a strappy on thing on her. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. And, and that's made, one of my favourite bits because when he actually puts that on her, he actually gets hold of the cock bit and goes, pleased to meet you, and shakes it like he's Oh, uh, right. Oh, I thought he was saying, please. Yeah, I got confused there because okay. I thought you already knew her. All right, not to worry, go on. So, so then, the maid girl. <laughs> Is sucking on the on the <laughs> Trinity's false cocky thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. The strap on one. And I just thought, what's that about? Because because it's plastic, so it's not going to get any harder. Yeah. You know, like if a girl sucks on your thingy, they normally do get the taste and the flavour. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 <laughs> and you kind of do think there's a bit of maybe mutual benefit going on. Okay. But when when a, when a woman in the film is sucking on a plastic one, yeah. you kind of go, well, who's getting any pleasure out of that? Okay. What's the point of that? Okay. And you also don't quite know what Rocco's doing at this point. Because women don't have penises, of course. No. And so you kind of think, well, maybe the film's trying to say something here. Yep. Is it saying that that's the best relationship, that if women had penises, then the world would be better? We'll come back to that. I just got a bit confused. Okay. Because he, he gets quite rough with her later on. Yeah, and then, see, this is the other thing, because there's sort of one minute she doesn't want to, and then she does, and then he starts slapping her. But I should emphasise it's a consensual thing, it's a dominant thing and all that sort of business, it's not... Oh, well I didn't get that. Well he's not slapping and around against her will. one minute there's all three of them involved, yeah. and next minute the maid's just gone. You never see her walk away. She's in the background, she's still there. No, no, there was just the two of them on the sofa. He, he teaches Trinity how to deep throat. Well, I don't know what... I, see, I thought maybe it's the Russian spy thing going on, that the maid had gone off to search oh, while he was distracted. Fuck's Right, okay, so the other film you were doing... So we, we've reviewed the spy who came in from the oh. cold, and now the next film you did... Well, like, in my notes I've got references to that. So the other one what you were doing was what? Um, peaches. Pretty Peaches, Pretty the, the classic band. Now this confused film. me. This 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 really actually genuinely did confuse you me. You did surprise me. No, but right because at the beginning it's in a garage. There's a, like a fender bender between these two guys, okay. and there's a lot of aggression going on. They get really nasty with each other, and then one of them gets a hose. Not like getting a lot of testosterone in a porn film, is there? It's very rare that happens. And then the garage owner guy, who's yep. a bit weird, comes out, and he's telling him to stop spraying water and he goes goes on and on about the fact there's a water shortage right. and then the guy who's getting his shoes sprayed with the hose yeah. is also going on about the fact there's a water shortage so I'm kind of thinking well there's a sort of eco message going on here there's yeah yeah there's let's, sort of new about, age. let's not worry about that but so I was thinking well um, it's 70 so it's obviously a new age thing going on yeah right so anyway, the girl turns up, there's yep. a girl turns up. Peaches. Though, and it turns out she's going to her father's wedding. So again, it's that thing of, of sort of subverting a kind of convention. <sighs> yeah. Right, because you've got a child going to her own father's And then she has wedding. a car crash, doesn't she? Yeah, and then she crashes. And, and weirdly, she crashes by the same two guys that were at the garage that she left earlier. Blah. So she's unconscious, right? And this is where the, um, the rape takes place. Well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, this is, last week when I said it might not be a rape, this, this is what I meant by it, is that she kind yeah, of... Yeah, because at first it seems as if they're trying to help her. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, Roger, yeah, how do they, how do they help her? Well, at first they check her pulse. Yeah, how do they check I mean, her, how, do, how do they check her pulse? I mean, admittedly, it was a bit weird, because they, like, grabbed her breasts and were rubbing them to a lot. To check that her heart was beating. To check that she, yeah. her heart was beating, but I suppose that's where it is, isn't it? It's in the chest, I isn't suppose, it? yeah. And then it does get a bit weird, because one of the guys says to the other guy, shall we remove her knickers, because they look a bit tight? Yes. As far as instructions videos go, I don't think these guys have got, like, medical training. <laughs> do, you, do you think? 
I don't know in a yeah. car crash instant if that's really. So I did. Well, think it's not like you often hear about people watching Casualty, don't you, and picking things up from Casualty. And, well, you don't and, see in Casualty, and, and, do and you? applying it in real life. Well, I say you don't see in Casualty, do you? You don't see people removing knickers. In well, casualty. no, no, because that's because I think that they're just looking for. An yeah, but this is nineteen seventies America, so some people could have seen this as an instructional video. You I know don't think they would. I think again, they'd be fast forwarding at this point. Right. So anyway, so they they're, they're sort of trying to look after her or something, but yep. then the, one of the guys ends up having sex with her. Well, she's unconscious. Well, I'm a bit unclear as to whether she's conscious. Unconscious because she is. She kind of comes around. She is sort of joining in, and then yeah. she's not, and stuff. And, yeah. and there's you know kissing and stuff going on. There's an implication of consent. Well, I think as it goes so, on. I think so. Yeah, but, but not I, st I still don't know if this is to kind of help her get her memory back or something. Right. Or okay. not. But what these guys do, and they do seem quite nice because they drive all the way to LA and, and they take her to a doctor. But the only weird thing about this doctor is he seems to operate out of a toilet. <laughs> right. Do you, again, going back to the original point, do you think this was an operating medic, or do you think this was again perhaps somebody with no medical training whatsoever? Well, he checked a pulse and stuff by rubbing her breasts the breast, yeah, the as traditional well. way, yeah. And, and, but then he seemed to have this sort of treatment yeah. that involved lots of hoses. He gave her an enema. Okay, and he's putting lots of water into her bum. Yes, that's right. Well, the thing is, Clean what happened was when all the sort of water started coming out... In a torrent. ...on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the telly... Yeah. Because um, it was kind of in a toilet as well. Yeah. I sort of thought, well, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and, and I don't have a remote control right. on my DVD. Okay. So I just sort of went up to the toilet and then I was like... <laughs> Did you then miss the rest of the film? Well, I missed some of it. Okay. Because... Because also... Because I had to get ready to go to Portsmouth. To Can you imagine Jonathan Ross coming out to that program and going, Well, this film, I was really enjoying it for a bit. I had to go do a toilet and I came back and I missed it. Anyway, so I was getting my clothes ready... Yeah. ...for going to Portsmouth. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Tell me the truth. Yeah. Did you go upstairs and masturbate? No. Is that what happened? No. Are there was you, water uh, everywhere and I you, needed a wee. Are you too shameful to sit and kneel in front of the telly like a normal person? So I was needing a wee and yeah, lots okay. of water. Yep. So I came back and then I got back and it was all a bit... There was a lot That of seems actually one of the main reasons the film's banned. Well, I didn't think it was going to be a successful treatment to get a memory back. No. Well, I can tell you, I know you missed it, but I can tell you that that, that didn't work. Well, it did seem after that, I don't think people were really trying to help her. No. There was women touching her all over the place and making her upset. Yes. And, and then she was going to parties and not really having... What? Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> I mean, it's fucking brilliant, girl. And then she was at this... When I, when she was at this party. Yeah. And there was lots of people... And she did seem to be quite, having quite a good time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, for the first point in the film. You Is thought. this the, the, the orgy at the end? Yeah, it's a little party and everyone's having sex. And they've got, they've got sheets on the bed and they're all in oil. But again, there's a whole eco-reference because they were all covered in oil. It's a red herring, Raj, you don't worry about that. The, the oil is irrelevant. So, so they're, they're all oiled up. Yeah. They're all on the bed. Lots of people having sex lots and everyone people, enjoying yes. themselves. And it yes. all seemed quite nice, right? Go on. Right. So, so they're at this orgy. Well, so they're at this orgy. Rats. Well, it turns out, yes, yeah. because what happens is, is Peaches ends up sucking her dad's cock. Yeah. Why is that funny? It's not funny at all. It's See, a horror. It actually origin. ends up being quite upsetting. Yes. And Peaches gets very upset. Yeah. And the dad gets very upset. Because that brings her memory back. Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Is that comes time DNA stuff going? I think I must have missed something important. Because no, I don't understand everybody me. knows that well, the first treatment you try for amnesia is you make the person with amnesia suck their father's penis. First treatment. I don't think that's true. I saw it in casualty. So anyway, so, so that happens and everyone yep. gets upset. Well, the dad gets really upset yes. and goes to leave. But, interestingly, Peaches and the mum end up cuddling lot um, and then it sort of ended yeah and she seemed really upset it's quite, quite an upsetting film um, so I didn't quite get it to sum up to sum up Rocco Meets Trinity is a possibly foreign language film badly translated not sure about prominence of spy storyline 
Right, out of ten. So that's a one out of ten. Really? Yeah. I'd give it an eight, but go on. Because it threw me the that's whole fine, Tanya that's fine. Russian thing. I think we probably got very different things from the movie. Okay. Um, okay. And, and for and, Prince Peaches. And Peaches was. I'm not sure what the message is, but I'm pretty sure it's badly told. Two out of ten. Oh, blight. So you're quite harsh then with your reviews. Well, look, I bought you this. What's this? And it was twenty pounds, by the way. I bought you this. It's uh, this is your film's review for this week. Okay. Um, there you go. Uh, that's so if you can read out what that is. Joey Silvera, yep. Rogue Adventures 28. There's a woman with a cock <laughs> on the picture. That's what you're going to be reviewing this week. But that's like the one with the plastic one in the... Well, this the, is what's interesting. Is this a theme of yours? Is it, not at all, but you, the fact that you um, you said earlier that women don't have penises, I think you're going to find... That's weird, because this one does. You're going to find evidence to the contrary on that and uh, that DVD. They all do. But anyway, <laughs> next week, Roger's going to be reviewing... On the pictures, they all do. Roger's going to be reviewing... Wow. Um, Roger's going to be reviewing Joey Silvera, Rogue Adventures 28 and we're going to get a full a full review of this next week okay. yeah you're okay with me leaving this in your house this is totally legal by the way it was bought in a sex shop in Soho so that's absolutely fine there we go that was Raji's film review thank you Raji cheers and that's it for this week that was the Ray Pickup Podcast episode 3 number 3 what we've not done that I said earlier on we said we would talk about your broken cock it's not broken either way we've not tell that story and um, I think what we'll do is next week because we've got Ed Gamble with us next week the lovely Ed from the yeah, Durham Review he's booked in completely and he's a stand up as well um, he's booked in to do next week so Ed's definitely doing next week so he'll be with us I think what I'll do is I'll get Ed to interrogate you about your broken cock it's not broken well let's let Ed get to the bottom of this okay that can be his job next week it's been a pleasure as always I think I've been actually quite kind with you this week what? I was very aware last week that I was quite I bullied you quite a bit but it could have been perceived as bullying as opposed to when well, it wasn't bullying, was it? It was just me, you know, losing patience with you. But I've come to realise as the I weeks gone. I've come to realise as the weeks gone by, you can't lose patience with a mentally disabled person. <gasps> what you have to do is, is you have to just you have to compliment them, you have to keep them going, you have to encourage them. Um, you know, and and I'm I like you, I like you, Roger. I think you're a nice bloke. I'm not playing. I'm I'm worried. I'm slightly worried that you won't be here next week. I'm worried about the schoolgirls up the hill that the police will get involved. Let's hope not. College students. Are you old enough to be their parents? Technically, maybe. Right, well, that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure you've got an alibi. I'm sure that nothing happened up there. I'm sure it was perfectly legit. I'm not talking. But in the meantime, all that remains for me to do is to thank you for listening, to thank chorsall.co.uk for hosting it, the UK's premier comedy website. Not helping. For, you don't have to help. You, I'm not going to help. You will almost definitely not be here next week. So please join us next week. Uh, myself, Ray Peacock, and Ed Gamble for the Durham Review uh, will be uh, doing the podcast. And... Hopefully, Roger can use his one phone call to call him. Well, who else are you going to call? Just do your stuff about who's produced it and who's the production. Well, who has produced it? Well, I am. How are you the producer? Because I buy it's my computer and we make the noise on my computer. But then you put it on a disc, give it to me, I take it home and edit it. You edit. That's producing. No, that's editing. All right, well, it's a joint production between Roger James and Ray Peacock. It's a big enough production overall, and I own the big enough company, so let's just say it's mine. <laughs> it's been the Ray Peacock Podcast. Thank you for listening. We shall see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Why have you got around the last fucking word? Well, I just, because I never get the last word. Well, you're not having the last word now. Why? But I did oh, the no, interview. Right, then, no, I'll tell you what, then. Since I'm the producer, and I can't have any influence over the editing of this... No, you are editing I'm it, but I'm, I'm the producer. Well, well, since I'm supposedly not the producer... Then there's nothing I can do at all, is there? I, I couldn't manipulate a situation where I give you the last word. No, if I say something's in, it's in. I'll tell you what, if I was the producer, I would let you have the last word now. I've always been known to be a paedophile. I've always been known to be a paedophile.
Brilliant. I'm really, I'm genuinely not sure about including what? That's all true. The Leslie Grantham thing. Yeah. I'm really. honestly, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm not bothered about it from a legal point of view at all. Because because you know it's all true. Yeah. But as far as <laughs> it's for you, I, I worry for you. What do you worry? Why? Why? Because Who? you might get in trouble. Why? Who's Leslie Grantham now? I mean, what's he Who's done Leslie since? Grantham now? It's not. Yeah, but come on, what's he done since? What do you mean? Well, what's his big contract now? What's he doing? <laughs> it might be fucking you. You might be his next big contract. I don't know how this man operates. No, don't be I'm scared of Leslie Grantham. Don't be silly. I'm a bit scared of him. Do you know Ross Camp? We need to get. Do you know Phil? Yeah. Who's Phil? What's Steve, Steve McFadden? Do you know Steve McFadden? Yeah. Right. Well, we need to get him on the phone. So we need to get him on, on side. Why? We need to get him on our team. But Steve's lovely. Yeah. No. 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 That's what I mean. Though we need to get Steve McFadden on our team, just in case Leslie Grantham. But Steve's comes not up. a big hard man. Shut up. But Leslie Grantham doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It, they work together. He'll just buy into the whole thing that he's Phil. We need to get Steve and Steve McFadden and Ross Kemp. I think and I, know might... he, I know he's soft as asses by the looks of him, but you might be mixing fantasy and reality no. here. Listen, we need to get Grant and Phil. We don't need backup. We I need... can take Leslie. It's not a problem. No, Ash. We need to get. <laughs> I'm not Ash. Ash. We need. To... No, we need to get Grant and Phil. We need to get Grant and Phil on side. Ash running into the square going, Grant, Phil, help me. This could be Zane's after me. <laughs> this could be a comeback story. <laughs> you, just, you just come back in in that Nissan that they made you leave in. <laughs> you just come back into the square saying, shit, Grant, Phil, I've said something really bad about dead on the podcast. I'm in big trouble. This is my friend Ray. He's a new character. <laughs>